welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project podcast. I'm Joe, joined by Mel. Today we have a huge episode for you on making sure things are going well throughout your family seasons, but also understand that things may not go well, and that's also okay, and we're going to go over how to get them back on track and how not to stress over it. It's a big episode, so we're talking about stress-free Family management throughout the course of a full year plus. Welcome back to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. And I figured we would start with a little, you know how we used to do a little segment where we ask each other a question, and I thought it would be appropriate to say, what is your favorite season? Fall. Why? I was hoping I was getting away with one word <laughs> answer. I like the smells. I like the cooler temperatures, good sleeping weather. I do struggle a little bit with shorter days, which would be the downside of the fall, but it is also one of my favorites. I played a lot of fall sports, football season. The smells remind me of it, getting outside more because the temperatures are cool and it's not as hectic as the summer. And so I enjoy fall. What about you? I'm going to have to say spring, although I do love fall too. Spring, because especially this last year, I enjoyed it so much here. Just everything. I love the idea of things regrowing and like rebirth and like new leaves on the trees. And that whole concept brings me so much hope. And I just enjoyed it extra. And also everything's getting warmer. So I like warmer temperatures. So I would go spring. And so today Mel's going to get into some seasonal topics. And we're not talking actual seasons. We're talking about seasons of life where things aren't always a rocket ship to the moon. They're not always as bad as they seem. Things will go in and out. And so putting some verbiage around this will help you understand it and stress less when things are going badly. Now, before Mel gets into her seasons of life, I want you to think about it like this. We all kind of work in seasons. I like a 90-day reset for our family, and we are a little off track with this stuff right now. And this week on Wednesday, I've taken a day off of work to get back on track. I hate the feeling of being off track, even in the smallest ways. And the reason why I've developed that attitude about it is because we've started to live so fast and so purposeful in a 90-day world where we come up with our family plans, where we come up with our strong family project plans. We sit down and do work plans. We do fitness plans. We set our goals. We execute for 90 days. We pop our heads up. We look around, see where we're at, and then we repeat for another 90 days. And that kind of lines up with how the seasons work. And what I like about that is that things will be off track in your goal setting, your family, your stress life. Right now, we're a little off track with our family walks. That frustrates me. We're a little bit off track with our morning workouts. We're a little bit off track with doing these podcasts ahead of time. Right now, we don't have any in the queue. We are doing these right before we end up launching them. And those small things that are off track, we need to say, all right, well, after 90 days, let's just take a look around. Let's see what we can solve, and then we can get back on track. And so we can control more the direction of our family and the direction of our success when we live in these seasons or what I like to call a 90-day worlds. And so if things are off track, set a 90-day meeting, go into your Google Calendar, set one for 90 days from now because things will start going off track. We've gone too long for ours. It's been over 90 days and we start to see and feel these cracks and we're getting things back on track now. We're setting one up. I want you to give that advice to you ahead of time. Like, hey, just sit down and go over the main buckets of your life every 90 days. 
see where you're at, make adjustments, and then go for another 90 days. Execute with action and purpose for 90 days, not just think about it, because thinking about the thing isn't doing the thing. And then at the end of 90 days, pop up and look around and see if you're on track. Then go do the thing again and repeat and repeat. The idea for doing this podcast today came this morning when we were taking a walk, which we love to reconnect in nature, go for a walk outside, just the fresh air. And I really enjoy the morning because it feels there's the hope of the new day and everything's so fresh. And I just noticed that the leaves are starting to change. And yesterday was the first day of fall. And I think one of the cool things about seasons is that they're going to come. Summer will always turn into fall. Fall will always turn into winter. Winter will always turn into spring. And it's like this expectation. Some people dread the coming of fall because it's, oh, school's back in session and things are going to get colder and there might be some snow and blah, blah, blah. But the point is you do expect for it to happen. It's not going to suddenly just be endless fall or endless whatever season. And Joe and I like listening to Jim Rohn. And uh, I want you to help me explain these a little bit if you can. He, he wrote a book called The Seasons of Life. So he connects the physical seasons of nature to seasons of life. And I think that's really helpful to have that perspective because sometimes we enter, I don't know, let's say you're getting married or you're entering college or you get your first job and you have this idea in your mind of what it's going to be like. And when things don't quite go your way, it's easy to just feel terrible about it. But if you know that there are seasons to life, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, I think it helps to give a less stressful perspective. Things are going to come around. The season of winter is oftentimes described as sadness, heartbreak, loneliness. It's the down, difficult time. And we're starting to feel a little bit of that, which is why we have this Wednesday meeting scheduled. So we're feeling like some things are falling apart. They're, they're off track slightly. And we see this winter season coming in, in a way. And it's important to grasp that idea. So we're feeling this winter. We need to come and, and do something about it. Something you want to say about the winter part? I think the big overall with, with winter and all of these is understanding like what comes after winter. About 6,000 plus years in written history, spring comes after. How often does winter happen? About every year. So about every year you're going to go through some struggles. And it keep in perspective like, hey, this too shall pass and spring is coming up next. And you have the power. I just gave you a, a 90 day reset plan on how you can switch off of winter. But it does give you peace of mind knowing that this happens to everyone every year, all the time. Yeah, this is just part of life, right? This is what it, this is what it is. And like you said, the next season will inevitably come. So spring, and like I mentioned earlier, I love it because of the new opportunity, new opportunities, the hope, everything's growing and expanding. And it is like a super happy, it can be super happy time of year. And same thing with that as being a season of life. So we're not talking like literally you're going to feel the season of spring in spring. It could be any time of the year, but lots of new opportunities. When we were moving, that was a spring for us because we saw all these new opportunities for us as a family, for our kids at their new school, all these different new ideas of living in a different part of the country. We were building our resilience. There was so much spring. And then I after that inevitably comes summer and this is the time of like sustained growth everything is just like in full bloom and we've been feeling this for a while the kids have been doing so well with their new schools for the last two years i feel like we've been in this kind of summer mode where we're, it's still so exciting to have moved to a new place and experience a new way of living and that's been our summer so to speak there's like an abundance of good happening 
and then inevitably fall will come. And here's where you, you, there's a lot of successes that can be encompassed in fall. There's so much like beauty outside, but also there could be things starting to fall apart. So we, this is what we're talking about as well in the fall where we are starting to see that we're off track in some ways, or we had this expectation that school will start and we'll have so much time to just get everything on track. <laughs> and it just hasn't been as easy as we anticipated, which has been frustrating, but we recognize that like we're seeing this fall, if we don't get a, the hang of it now, it might become like a deep winter. And I think that recognition is really important to have. <clears throat> Let me add another layer to this as Mel's going through the seasons. Think about it in terms of harvest. When you go out and you look at all the beautiful plants growing, or if you're the, the analogy of farming, like, hey, you reap what you sow, like you didn't sow it, you didn't plant it right then and it instantly came up. You planted it when you didn't see the benefit of it yet. You knew it was going to be months until you saw the benefits of it. And when you're coming out of the winter and you're going into the spring, like you, that is purposeful effort that you, that you need to put in so that you can then harvest 30, 60, 90 days down the road. And to be even move outside of this analogy, it happens all the time in the business world. So if our marketing, if we're not closing a lot of people, if we're not signing up a lot of new members and things like that, we look back 60 or 90 days to see what our marketing plan was then because now we're reaping what we had so sowed, so, sown, well, sown <laughs> 90 days prior and now we're having the benefit of it. It's like when you step on a, a scale and you're like, man, I gained 10 pounds. What didn't happen last night? It happened over the last 90 days of things being slightly off track which then resulted in that. You look in your bank account and say, whoa, like well, things are tight. They weren't tight because of your decision yesterday. It was tight because of your decision 30, 60, 90 days ago where things started going off track. You started to purchase things you probably didn't need or other luxury items, and now it's reflected. And so you have to have a little bit of this forward thinking that you're, the work you're going to do now, you're not going to see immediately, but you will see in the next season. And the more that you lean into that and say, wow, Things are tough right now. I need to lean into my reading, my personal development, my family structure. I need to lead into my 90-day resets. I need to make sure my core values are, are tight. And then in 90 days, things are going to be amazing. There's going to be some strife in between that. Got to go through that so that you get to reap the harvest when it is time. I think sometimes when you're setting goals, it gets so exciting that you have this goal in mind. But then when it comes to those day-to-day like you actually have to do the things like you, I love that you break it up into these 90 day segments because it it feels reachable. OK, in three months, we're going to get to re-meet, regroup and make sure we're on track. So I think that is super beneficial. The other thought that came to mind that parallels what you were saying is when you are sowing those seeds, this is like with kids. You don't always see the benefits right away. Like we might have something that happens. Let's say our kid played a great soccer game. And they, had, they showed great sportsmanship, which is what we talked about on Tuesday's episode. You're like, yeah, I'm doing something right. Like, I'm, my parenting is working. But oftentimes with raising kids, you're not going to see the rewards of all your sewing and all of your effort until later on. Mm -hmm. And we need to be patient with that. And we need to make sure that we're putting in those deposits and investing in them every day in the best way that we can so that when the, the, it is time to harvest... We don't look back and say, man, when they were five or six or 10 or whatever, I wish I had sown these seeds in them. Having children is the ultimate practice in delayed gratification. 
You're going to put in tons of work now and not know if it matters to 20 years from now. It's like planting a, a tree. It's not like these annual harvests. And yes, you'll have wins along the way and you'll have tough times along the way, but you don't get to really know for about 20 years from your effort. It's still worth it. I completely agree. I, and that's, you really have to have that long-term perspective though, that what you do now matters 10, 15 years from now. So I had a couple thoughts here of how to get through the rough season, just figure out where you are now. So you can ask yourself, what kind of season am I in now? And I, this is fall right now in terms of outside. And this is the beginning of the new school year. And maybe your kid is having a harder time at school this year. Maybe this is a tougher year for them. Maybe they're starting at the middle school or starting at the high school, or maybe one of their friends moved away. So I think it's important to recognize where you are in what season are you in as a family, as an individual. And this is that piece of our strong family path called the relationships within the family, where we have to be aware of where each person is at. And that can be, that's a challenge because there's five people in our family and everybody could be in a different season. So we want to be aware of that. Are you growing apart from your spouse? Does that need to be worked on? Maybe one of your kids is just a tougher kid to handle. Maybe their personality just bumps up against yours and you're struggling more with that lately. So I think checking in with yourself with what season you are in and the other people in your family are in can be just a nice way to, to start to understand how to move forward from that. And from that, I think it's important to have good, clear communications because assumptions can be really dangerous. Like, I really <laughs> want to say what that little thing for assume is, um, but I won't. But I really try, as I've grown, I've really tried to not make assumptions because oftentimes I'm just wrong. So I talk to my kids, like, what's going on? I try to get them to help me understand what season they're in because oftentimes if I assume and I tell them this, listen, if I make an assumption, it's probably going to be wrong and I don't want to make the wrong steps going forward. So having good, clear communication with your spouse, with your kids, within your family, and having those consistent family meetings really keeps that um, just consistent and strengthens it. And then my last thought was, to use rationality over feelings. Oftentimes these different seasons of life can bring about all different kinds of feelings. When you're in the summer and things are going really well, it's you tend to be happier. And in the fall when you're harvesting, you're like, wow, all those seeds I sown, they're really growing, but you know winter's gonna come and I need to be prepared for that. And sometimes we have to let those feelings settle down and really take some rational approaches to this. And that can be really hard for me. Joe and I actually this last week, we've. <laughs> I like to hang on and talk to things a bit longer and he wants to just move to let's just oh, solve I'm this. I'm so problem. done talking about <laughs> things. <laughs> but that's the thing is like we need to communicate clearly and we, we joke about it because like I do get frustrated because I just want to keep talking about it. And he's like, we just have to solve this already and move on. It's because I'm stuck in that feeling state and I'm having a hard time moving past it to the make a decision state. And anyway, that's been funny. Mm. Maybe you don't find it as, as funny now as I do. Moving outside of the funny <laughs> into being too much. Okay. <laughs> so there is something I saw on, I'm going to say social media, some different quotes. I wish I knew who, so I give them credit, not mine. But they talked about action. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier when you said your 90 day plan, then you put your head down and, and do the thing. 
And it talks about like talking about the thing isn't doing the thing. Writing a to-do list isn't doing the thing. Doing research on doing the thing is not doing the thing. Calling your friends and chatting about it again is not doing the thing. And it had all these list items. And really doing the thing is doing the thing. And I'm sick of all the hot air and talk around so much in life. I'm going to go do this. Okay, go do it. Don't tell me about it because you're not doing it. That's why you're telling me. And it frustrates me because I have people that reach out like, hey, can you support me on this? Absolutely. And then they immediately quit. Like they make it two weeks and whatever their goal is and they quit. You know what? Doing the thing's harder than talking about the thing. And they weren't ready for that friction. And I'm ready for that friction. I love doing things. I love the challenge. And that's just how I've cultivated my life that I want to be doing and I don't want to be talking. And it, it gets frustrating after a while. I think you... You made an important point that I don't want to gloss over. You love the friction. This is the struggle, I think, because even for, I'll use myself as an example. I've been wanting to read more. I listen to a bunch of podcasts. These people talk about how they're reading this book and they're learning that. And I'm like, ooh, I want that to be me. And I think about it. And I've even bought some books lately. And they sit on a nice pile on my desk. And then when I think to myself, wow, I went through today and didn't even pick up this book. How is that possible? Then I, that's the friction for me. Like this morning I went out on the porch and I have given up Facebook and Instagram for a couple of weeks again. And I think I just need that to help me to make better decisions. And I took the book outside with me and started, and started reading it. I'm like, man, this wasn't that hard, but there's that friction. There's that point of time between the talk and the do that you just have to just do it. Even if it's uncomfortable, or even if maybe this time I'll just sit on the porch and look at the trees, but no, bring the book. This is me sowing the seeds. The spring is a beautiful time, lots of opportunity, but you have to seize it. You have to go and plant the seed. It will not plant itself. And I, th I just think that's a, an important point, that friction. Because I think oftentimes people will feel the friction and then that's it. They're done. Let me give you a little bit more of a, a practical solution. Because I, I know I am a little bit regimented with this stuff. In, 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 my, in, our, in my life, our life too, as a family that I just want to make progress and I want, because I know that talking about it is going to teach me the lesson that I need anymore to after a certain extent, like doing it and figuring out what's off and then fixing it is going to teach me the lesson I need to move forward. And after so many reps of living, like that's my process. However, you do need to be logical about it. I'll give you an example. I don't want to be on social media that much anymore. I'm going to use it for a limited basis of things that I like to, to do and use. Now, if I said, I'm going to go off social media today, I would I'd fail because I didn't pre-plan anything. Right now, we're bringing on someone to help us with the social media of the Strong Family Projects. There's so many people out there that we connect with, and it is super valuable. I just need to do less time on it. And so I need to plan ahead say, okay, we're going to bring this person on. who's going to do a great job. I know her. She does awesome with social media, so you should get over to Official Strong Family on Instagram, Strong Family Project over on YouTube. Start following those channels because they're going to pick up pace while I start to remove myself from doing a lot of it. Also, in uh, another job where I do consulting for businesses, we're moving away from checking my Facebook message or Instagram messages. We set up a Voxer where people, if they have questions, they can Vox me within two business days. I'll get back to their business consulting questions. So I'm not checking my messages all the time. And so it's like, all right, I need, I want to go here. I'm not ready to do that today, but what steps do, what's the next step that I can make that possible? And if I want to do less social media, I'm going to first 
take care of this project. It's important to talk to other parents and we're passionate about it. We love meeting families and hearing your stories. And I don't want to neglect that for my own sake. And so let's set up someone that can help support, filter the messages and give us what we need. Business-wise, I got to be on it. Do I really? Okay, well, here's another solution. Let me set that up and let me take 90 days to get it out to all the consulting clients I have so that they can get used to it and I can support them. And it'll be a smooth transition. And then I am ready to do the thing. And then I have a date on the calendar and this is important. So I'm not just talking about it. Looking at Thanksgiving to be the time where I remove myself a lot from social media. I'll still use it. Like I said, for the valuable content that I enjoy the gym memes, which I enjoy laughing at, but I'm not going to be checking it all the time. Every couple of days I'll hop on get a couple laughs, connect with a couple of people and then move on because I want it to be a tool that serves me. I'm not going to be a tool that serves it. And I need to take some steps to get there. I'm not ready now, but I will be soon because I'm going to do these things. So you're sowing the seeds to be able to later harvest. And I, I love that connection to the seasons. I think it's a really lovely way to look at it. And so maybe now you're in the winter of your social media usage, but you're already looking past that to spring with a plan. And I think... Yes. <clears throat> so like Thanksgiving is my game day. That's when I activate the plan. And even though I, I do talk about, hey, just go do things. I think more people need to take more actions more often. Something that to support that action is you can pre-plan and put a date on the calendar where you're going to start that action and be serious about it. It's not vague. Hey, I'm going to go lose weight someday. I'm going to go off social media someday. I want to read more books when I can. When none of those things happen, unless you schedule it out, get your bookshelf, set up your schedule, set the time of day that you're going to start adding this habit on and then start doing the habit. That actually reminds me of a book that I, again, I started reading. <laughs> See, I need to get better. This is one of my things. I need to get better at this. Think and Grow Rich, which was recommended by, you've told me about it. Our friend Vince told me about it. And pretty soon in the first little section of the book, they talk about, you want a goal. You need to be so specific, exactly what you want it to look like, what date it's going to be done by, just like you're mentioning. And I actually did write something out for myself that day. Because I felt that motivation to start moving. And I just, it was very clear, like the more specific you get, the more clear you are, the better chance you're going to take those action steps. But you have to be willing to almost enjoy the friction and expect that it's going to come so that you can get to the other side of it. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. Seasons. Is I love that, the seasons, and this is a cool way to think about life. Is that all that's on your pre-printed, typed out sheet? I had to that give is, it some thought, yeah. That is quite fancy. <laughs> I have to think things through because otherwise I'll just, I don't know. I feel like I can't, I haven't the confidence yet to just rely on thinking of it. Jamming. Enough things trigger me that I can rant on many topics. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you listening. We do recommend following on social so that hopefully we can be one of those valuable pieces of content that I recommended and that I will continue using social media for every couple of days. I'll check in, see what's up, and hopefully we can make that list for you by providing you more value. If you do find this valuable, visit us at strongfamilyproject.com. We give away the seven pillars of the Strong Family Path, and that's what I would recommend you start with for your 90-day resets. So which one of these do we want to activate and work on next? And then the other ones, you can say, all right, not right now to these. And then after 90 days, reevaluate, execute on one, and then reevaluate. So you're always making consistent and constant progress. And that'll help minimize the winters and start to maximize the better seasons of life. 
and you have the mindset, hey, things do get off track. You can hear the frustration a little bit in my voice where I don't like being off track. We are off track with a few items, and now we have a plan on Wednesday to get back on track. And so I guess it's dropping on a Thursday. So it'll be, we'll be back on track by the time you hear this. That's right. And so that's how the planning process works. If you do find it valuable, do stop by on Apple or Spotify, follow it, drop us a written review. Someone wrote a beautiful one a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to share some gratitude for it. They didn't leave a name, which I also appreciate a good anonymous review, or it was, it was like a random fill in the blank name, but we do appreciate people who have taken the time to consume the content and say, Hey, thanks guys. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Talk to you on the next one.